Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is Matt coming at you with a review for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. That's right. This is a monster of a review. Godzilla, King of the Monsters is exactly the movie you would expect it to be. Are people attending this movie to watch the humans? No, I don't think so. Are people watching this movie because they are expecting great plot development and storytelling devices? No, I don't think that's why they're watching it. I think they're watching this movie because people in general want to see some epic visuals depicting monsters fighting. Kind of fun in a silly way. You know, the monster parts of the movie are mostly what you would expect out of it. You know, uh, minus some of the CGI, which is good, but it's also cheapened a little bit by having most of the monster action and visuals in the night and in the rain. It's what Jurassic Park did in the 90s that helped the CGI of that time look as real as it did. Today, we have the capability of making computer generated monsters look a heck of a lot better than they did in the 90s, better than the 90s ever could have dreamed. And that is what we want to see. We want to see visual spectacle when we go to see a movie like this. So even though it was dulled down a little bit with the nighttime and the rain routine, but it, it was still a, a visual spectacle when it comes to the scenes with the monsters. I do think the story is dull overall. So when it has to do with humans or it has to do with the story or the plot, it's dull. The villains are not very compelling. They're very one-dimensional. The family dynamic is insane. It left me feeling a little bit confused and quite disgusted, actually. It, it bothered me. I mean, the cast itself is great. You know, Kyle Chandler is basically my favorite ever since the TV show Early Edition when he got Tomorrow's Paper Today. He was just outstanding in Friday Night Lights. Just the man is a talented actor, and I love to see him on the big screen. Millie Bobby Brown is very talented as well. We've seen her in Stranger Things pull off some great stuff. It feels like she was mostly cast to bring the Stranger Things crowd in. You know, she, she didn't have a lot to do in the movie. Just things here and there, I guess. And she was kind of the glue that held the family together in its weird, weird way. Ken Watanabe brings a great gravity, I think, to any movie that he's in. You know, he's really great in Inception. He's great in this. And so, you know, he fulfills a, a, a good role in that. So, yeah, overall cast members, I'm not talking about everyone now, and I realize that. There are a lot of very strong cast members in this movie. And that, it's it's not enough, though, to, to carry it. There There's a lot, there's not a lot of strong story element to support those outstanding cast members. Perhaps an appropriate analogy, and I hope this makes sense, but the analogy is that if you have very strong cast members, they still need to get from beginning to end or point A to point B. And think of there being like a great chasm between point A and point B, and those actors need to get across the chasm. Now imagine that the story within the movie is the bridge that spans the distance. A weak bridge or story is going to break down, and even the best of performers are not always going to be able to span the distance get from point A to point B successfully, and it's not their fault. It's the story that they're working with. If the story is strong, I think the performances will rise to match, and the audience will go on a journey of that story and watch the actors along the way in amazement. In this case, for the bridge, I think someone cut down a tree, laid it sloppily down across the chasm, and the actors are placed within a non-ideal circumstance. 
which could sound good, but it's it's not. It's not. You want your story to be well developed, and uh, and that's you, you know that's an important aspect of things. So yes, this movie could have been a lot better. But metaphors aside, like I said at the beginning, audiences are watching this for the monster movie that it is, and the movie is self-aware. It knows what it is. It knows it's just a monster movie. It's just a popcorn flick. If you want to go see some monsters fight, this is the movie for you. If you're hoping for anything, and I mean anything else that's redeemable, you'll likely be disappointed. So go buy a ticket if you like, but just expect to sit down, eat some popcorn, and have a good time watching monsters fight. Don't expect the best CGI in the world. It's good, but there are there are some satisfying battle moments from the monsters. I think if you're going to see monsters fight, there should have been more monsters fighting, but when it when they are going to town it is it is a little bit fun so that being said i give godzilla king of the monsters a d plus like it's it's really quite bad as a movie but that doesn't necessarily mean i don't recommend you go see it it just means know what you're getting into know what you're going to see before you go to see it this is a monster movie it's about monsters fighting don't worry about anything else that's all you're going to get out of it and that's all you should expect to get out of it Hey everybody, did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two T's to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies.